One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June too is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Natsuk for another edition of Force Center's big show, the main show, the Skywalker of our saga. That's right. We're here. Joseph is here. Jennifer's here. It's Scribshaw and Landa, my favorite folk duo. No? Oh, no. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. 
Welcome team. Wind. <laughs> a mighty wind. A mighty wind oh, is blowing you and me. Go. That is a that is a surprisingly emotional movie. It really yeah. is. <laughs> Trixie. I love calling it the Skywalker uh, of our saga. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. It is. Everything should be called the Sky. Like of all of my blankets, <laughs> this is my Skywalker. This right. is my main one. Yeah, and we're gonna be talking about that today. Uh, the Skywalkers, their place in the saga, and is it their end? Uh, so Jennifer. Uh, we're going to answer that big question here, but, uh, you know, uh, how many folk songs have you written? Um, in my head? Probably a lot. That's good. That's, that's in my good. head. <laughs> I just need a banjo. We should start by telling everyone this is a pre-taped episode. Remember the old days before we went to a weekly recording schedule where there'd be a li- an episode live and, 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 and full of that week's news and then one that was a little bit more of a meaty topic yeah. and less news because we pre-taped it. So we're, we're going back to that uh, style due to some travel, uh, Joseph having f- convention fun, but we're here now and we're going to have a great topic, but we also want to let you guys know that in case like um, suddenly episodes 10, 11, and 12 get announced, yeah, we'll do a force center reacts or deal with that on another day. The Joseph. Boba Fett and Obi-Wan movies are <laughs> happening, but they're going to be combined. Combined. <laughs> <laughs> Boba and Obi, yet. A oh. Star Wars story. Oh, that's too real. <laughs> too real. <laughs> too real. So uh, before we dive in, I do want to remind you that today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash four center over 180,000 titles to choose from from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. All right. So with that, let's dive into this topic here. The end of the Skywalkers? Question mark. <laughs> Delivered well. You had the question mark on your teleprompter. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, without a doubt, Luke Skywalker, Anakin Skywalker, Shmi Skywalker, the Skywalkers are a clear kind of center of the Star Wars universe at times, or is it so clear? We absolutely uh, know that uh, Luke is the point of view character. His death created a lot of waves. And here now in 7, 8, and 9, the sequel trilogy, uh, the question is asked, is this a Skywalker trilogy uh, in continuation of that saga, like it was kind of hinted at us? Or does the fact that Rey not have that last name and Kylo is uh, a little off in the corner doing his own thing, does that mean that the end is coming? And what would that look like? That's where we're diving on into here. Uh, so I want to start w- right from the center here. Um, is, Joseph, the Star Wars saga, the Skywalker saga by default, just because uh, George had this point of view character called Luke Skywalker that was from the dusty plains of not Modesto? Um, <laughs> did George intend that or was, uh, you know, this just uh, what kind of happens here? Let's dive in. Yeah. I think uh, from the the history of George Lucas, all his interviews, we know that things shift a little bit. And I think, yes, to start this big saga when it was going to be maybe three movies, maybe mm-hmm. just one and done, uh, I think Luke Skywalker was the hero, the point of view character. And he had this backstory that connected to his father. I think after the first film, when Lucas found out that, yes, Darth Vader works, Mm. Now I can really drill down on, yes, that is the story. Because as people have pointed out, I think Vader's on screen, what is it, 12 minutes in A New Hope? Mm-hmm. is the And that there was a, a fear that he might look wacky or silly, right. and then he hit. And I think once you're going forward there, then when Lucas becomes just as attached to Vader mm-hmm. slash Anakin as he does to Luke, then it became the Skywalker saga. And I think more and more and more is like he said, I want to complete the story. 
you have to tell the story of Anakin to understand the story of Luke. That's when it really locks into being the Skywalker saga to me. Mm, got it. I like that. I like that idea. Uh, you know, New Hope, Jennifer's in a lot of ways, a starring vehicle for Luke Skywalker. Uh, but then it becomes kind of an ensemble piece yeah. by the time Empire Strikes Back. Dawn's, where's your thoughts on this? I think you're absolutely right in the, his, the st- historical perspective of it. George did not go in saying, okay, this is my vision for this Skywalker saga. It just so happened that that's kind of where it evolved to. I think what I always think about is when George Lucas talks about how it's a family soap opera. That is what the Star Wars saga is yeah. about. So, of course, naturally, he's going to need to talk about, you know, Anakin Skywalker and what was his childhood like that led him to this this villain that we now know. And I also think of, like, Luke Skywalker as representing George Lucas himself. Mm. You know, this this wide-eyed kid, fast racing and, and all these yeah. things. Um, but, yeah, it is fascinating when you think about it as a family soap opera, because then that colors how we, th- I think about the sequel trilogy, mm-hmm. which I will talk about a little bit yeah. later on. Yeah. And, and not to overlook Leia, that exactly. Leia, you yes. know, retroactively becomes a uh, Skywalker. Mm-hmm. So suddenly a new hope and Empire Strikes Back has way more Skywalker than you thought it did mm-hmm. uh, before Return of the Jedi. Right. Which, which speaks to George's kind of writing in pencil at times, you know, yeah. that, that urban legend that suddenly oh, Leia will be a Skywalker, but uh, it does, add weight to that as well for that is her bloodline that is her family and it does become about vader and his two kids yeah and i really do look at the six the six episodes one through six as the story of darth vader in a weird way yes uh, like you were saying i Absolutely. think i think george does kind of become obsessed with that in a good way like oh what is this what is this uh, here now the the war versus lore that i talk about a lot of that a lot of that is, is what we're going to be discussing. Does that ever kind of become more important than just this little family drama that's playing out there? And I think in, at times it, it does. But the starting point, I think it's easy to look at Star Wars as the saga of the Skywalkers, which might lead to some disappointments or questions in the sequel trilogy. But do we want it to be? And that includes maybe 7 and 8, eight and 9, Joseph. Do we want this to be? the Skywalker saga. Does that need to happen? Yeah. I mean, uh, with the sequel trilogy? Yeah. Yeah. Do you you want this to play out one through nine to be about this family? Yes. And uh, and I know we're going to talk about it in more details. Sometimes I get worried about myself that I'm not speculating responsibly because I have (laughs) strong feelings and desires about episode nine. And one of them is how to highlight that this is the, the culmination of this story because right. I think whatever you think of the prequels there, there are these great rhythms between Anakin's choices and Luke's choices and where uh, Anakin you know comes back to at the end of Return of the Jedi and I want some of those ideas and some of those feelings in the sequel trilogy I think right now some of the powerful stuff is that well there's always been a Skywalker at the center of every major war the Clone Wars wouldn't be the Clone Wars without mm-hmm. Anakin Skywalker the Civil mm-hmm. War Galactic Civil War wouldn't be without Luke and here, here's Kylo right. kind of creating this war in many ways um and i'm just so fascinated to see like what is kylo's legacy going to be what is the legacy of everybody responding to their parents going to be this is also the legacy of what what did luke and leia create Mm. you know what their legacy of hope you know how does it get passed on 
Um, I liked it there. That is, I, I like the involvement in all the major points. Yeah. Now, you know, again, we're in the we're in the story bubble here from an outside perspective. Like, what's with this family? <laughs> exactly. What's with this family? They're everywhere, Jennifer. Yeah, and I think it's complicated because when I think about why George, the purpose of Anakin Skywalker's story and Darth Vader is to show that the choices that you make, you can either make good choices or you can make bad choices and choose to be selfish and choose the dark path. And so I feel like. This morality tale, which is very clear from one to six, now in the sequel trilogy, what throws me is that we have Kylo Mm -hmm. essentially at the center of this Skywalker story, Leia, but now as we know, Carrie Fisher will not really be present in episode nine. So that's where I start to go, oh, how is this Skywalker saga getting slightly convoluted? Mm. Because I can't get, I mean, I I like Kylo Ren as a character, but I cannot, Mm. he can't be the, I mean, are we going to learn our lesson from him? And I don't know if I want him to be redeemed. Right. You know, and then if, and then if he actually suffers the consequences of his actions, that is such a dark, dark tale. It's very real. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Real. you know. Yeah, I, I yeah. wrestle with that. Yeah, and I, I don't know if they'll do it, but I still have uh, this feeling that maybe there is a power in having him be redeemed, but then having to live with it. Right. Like you know, Anakin gets to go off and be a Force ghost and have a quick party with Obi Wan and Yoda, who both right. seem to be like, "It's cool. Yeah, you made a few bad choices. It's cool. <laughs> it's all right." But you know, from our storytelling, we don't get to see Anakin have to go through that, and if that's somehow the story that Kylo realizes he's wrong and has to live with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's it, a power to that. It's almost in this in this this big title question of the end of the Skywalkers. If this is the Skywalker saga, we've had these wars and they're connected to all these wars. You know, I don't think you know Luke's not the one to blame for starting the Civil War. We know that, but he's in the center of it. And I can to Joseph's point there. Does Kylo? or necessarily just the end of the Skywalkers means we finally have some sort of peace in the galaxy. <laughs> like, mm. they're, this weird prophecy, this chosen one sort of family is gone, and, gone and, 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 and done, and there's a new era where it's wide open for anybody. Does that kind of, is that how the story comes to a natural end, if you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that there might be this, uh, this, this could be an idea of episode nine mm-hmm. of right now Kylo is kill the past. Yeah, and part of part of it is he can't deal with his past. He can't deal with the ideals in the high bar that's set by his parents and his uncle. Mm-hmm. So he, re, you know, retreats to the horror caused by his grandfather. You go back to Laura Santeca, one of the first lines in the sequel trilogy, him saying like, "You can't change where yeah. you come from." And now in mm-hmm. Last Jedi, he's really trying to change where he's come from and saying like, "I can cut myself off from the past. The past cannot matter." Yeah. And I think it'd be such powerful weight if Kylo came to the view that's always been there in Star Wars of. What happened before matters. Yes, Anakin returned to the light, but his choices are going to reverberate through time, Mm. and it's my responsibility in the moment to decide, how do I handle the past? How do I handle the weight of a galaxy that's been at war for centuries, or Mm. for decades, rather? Yeah, it's, 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 I like the wide open kind of future of Star Wars without the Skywalkers. It's just, it is a little weird. So I think that whatever happens to Kylo might be the key. Leia, you mentioned, is there. I think a lot of the good things from Leia come from the Naberi family. Yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, uh, you know, uh, she's very much like her mother there, too, but she is a Skywalker as well. Definitely the force there. Um, do we just, on a simple level, do we even need this name to go on, Jennifer? Do you want to see. <sighs> Ray take the mantle. Ah. Kylo is Kylo Ren. Even if he goes back to Ben Solo, he's not going to be Ben Solo Skywalker. That name, much like lightsabers, synonymous with Star Wars. Right. And we'll get into a little bit of the Solo and Rogue One, which didn't really have those names. But 
Episode nine's coming. Big questions. That name. Now, Luke might be floating around. Luke might be there, literally. (laughs) But in terms of in this story, that name carries a weight, carries importance. How much do you want it to be in nine? I I think that making it as a title would would help continue the legacy. I think people would have a I think people would have a difficult time, myself included, not having Skywalkers present going forward. Mm-hmm. So that's why when I look at Ryan Johnson's Last Jedi and we see that broom that broom kid, mm-hmm. uh, you guys know his name, Tigary <laughs> Tamari Black. Tamari Black. Yeah, Black. Okay, yeah. right. So that kid, it, you know, that's why <laughs> the, that's why when I see that and I'm like, oh. If that kid could be a Skywalker mm. or another kid could be a Skywalker and it becomes almost like the new quote unquote Jedi right. title, that could be fascinating. Mm. Um, and it oh, would that's amazing. I am Spartacus. Right. Yeah. Right. Or like I am Negan, I suppose. Walking <laughs> <laughs> Dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But in a better way I mean, than I am Negan. Yeah. In a good yeah. way. A good but way. no, that, yeah, that idea of like, we, we need to take the lessons of the past. We need to bring them in the future and we kind of need something new. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Like I am a Skywalker. I am a Skywalker. Yeah. Like Just, Luke Skywalker like before. Like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, and like in Anakin, yeah. Anakin Skywalker is is good. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Ben Solo was good, right? You yeah. know, before they made their turns. Yeah, I, I like that idea. Kind of That's this so u- cool. universal idea of what it was because Luke's Luke's a good guy. Luke yeah. is the good guy in the original trilogy yeah. to me, and, and, and he's the good t- good guy of all good guys. And just generationally, we started all looking at Han and and anti heroes and all that kind of stuff. And you got Luke like. No, nah, I'm a farm boy, and I made good, and I saved the galaxy. All right, but y'all, I'm not as popular. Okay, bye. Unless your name is <laughs> Joseph Scrimshaw, who grew up along with Mark Riley. Luke was, yes. and Mark Ellis, your favorite character. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I was a Skywalker. You were a Skywalker. <laughs> but let's talk, Joseph. You you've talked about this a lot when it comes to the name, and comes to the name actually being in Episode Nine. Ray right now is yeah. a nobody. Yeah. Ray taking that name, having that name. What does that mean? I want to focus first on Ray taking the name yeah. even though it's not necessarily hers by blood yeah i think that's great i uh, i really like that idea i don't want to get overly attached to it in a speculate responsibly sure. way but i think a it's powerful in that story star wars has always been a, a story of found family mm-hmm. and that you don't need the blood to have the power and yeah. you don't need to be have the blood to be someone's family yeah so i think that is powerful and i also think if she is looking for a way to uh, find a new path forward, some you know, could it be part of the story that this was Leia's idea that Ray wouldn't have never just said like I'm going to do that, mm. but if that was that uh, last word from Leia of like oh. you don't have a last name, yeah. I want you to have mine. Mm. Yeah, you knew Han, you knew Luke, and they both you gave them both joy mm-hmm. in their final adventures, and and I see who you are, and I believe this name has done so much good for the galaxy and I want this name to live on and I think you are worthy of carrying it. You know, if they could tell that story, that would be powerful to me. And if it's Ray Solo Skywalker, it gets into this uh, other world of when you take last names and what it means to you as a character. Exactly, from Solo. Solo. Yeah. Um, uh, (laughs) Jen Hunter's like, oh, yeah. yeah, Do I like that? Solo. Ray taking the name, Jennifer. Adopting it. 
almost a, a, a literal and figurative adoption from Force Ghost Luke and Leia. I love this idea. Just saying, like Leia saying, take on, pa- take this name on, pass it on. Uh, where would you be with that? I love that. I feel like she has been searching for her family. This has been the the the, the, the this desperation, this desire within her, and for her to just be like, it does not matter. If my parents, you know, were no ones, right? Mm-hmm. If she can take on that name, I want, I wanted to give her that peace that she's been looking for, and then that peace would ultimately take her to that next level of being a true Jedi. Yeah, I love that. So beautifully poetic. What about Ben Solo? You, you kind of had a reaction to <laughs> Kylo. Yeah, he's a Skywalker <laughs> by blood. I like him. Yeah, no, I love. I mean, uh, Kylo's one of my, perhaps my favorite villain in Star Wars. Yeah. Um, Snoke directly mentions his, but like you're a Skywalker, you're a Vader, you're a new Vader. Mm-hmm. So it's there, it's families, but it's you know his last name is 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 Solo. If he goes with that, does it does if, if he if he takes off the well he's already taken off the mask, but takes off the cape and at the end of Episode <laughs> Nine and goes, no, call me Ben Ben Solo. Oof. The Skywalker saga continues. Is that is that work for you, Jen? Is it is it is it a cheat? Is it not as powerful? as the name itself being featured. Mm. You know why I would love that moment? And I think Adam Driver, because he's such a fantastic actor, he would just make this so great. Mm. But it would be recognizing, it would be repairing that relationship that he had with his father mm. and and also recognizing what he did. So there would have to be this tremendous amount of weight and also like, not, not redemption, but some, I don't know, some sort of peace in some way of taking on his father's name. Mm. That'd mm. Be, that would be interesting. Yeah, kind of like it, Joseph. How much weight does the name itself carry for you in this scenario here? I there's something to me I like about the name disappearing while the bloodline continues. Mm. So in a world where mm. where Kylo becomes Ben Solo, yeah, and and he has offspring. Now we're talk more about uh, the actual. If, what if the actual line dies? But how powerful would it be to be in twenty twenty eight twenty thirty two? Mm. Episode ten comes out. You know, in its a hundred years, yeah, two hundred, a thousand years later, and the bloodline has continued, but the name has been lost. Mm. And the opening movie is someone discovering, you know, those legendary Skywalkers. I just found out I am one. I am one through this mysterious family tree where the name's long been dead, and nobody's charting it anymore. But mm. just the weight of that—that's the beginning of the story yeah. of if somebody years and years later going, "Oh my God, I am a Skywalker." I like I like that idea, you know. Like you're not a blarg blaster. No, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Skywalker. Skywalker. <laughs> uh, but there, yeah, kind of like, um, yeah, there's some connection to it, some history to it. There, that'd be interesting. Uh, the, the, it is exhausting to me to realize that we'll have Star Wars films in 2032. <laughs> I, and I mean that in a good way, but like, whew, better settle in. We got a long run ahead we of got us. A lot of podcasting. Ooh, a lot of <laughs> podcasting to do. But that'd be interesting. Dusting off some old. Uh, well, they probably wouldn't be books by that point. Uh, the old Jedi books are already on their way out. So dusting off some old holocron and you just start off with a Jocasta new type character, yeah. alien librarian. Yeah. Going like, oh, I'm, di- I'm doing Ancestry.com in Star Wars. <laughs> exactly. Turns out your great, 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 yeah. great, 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 grandfather I mean, is Ben Solo, who was a Skywalker. Was a Skywalker there. It's it's interesting to me. I definitely, I I would feel... Not cheated's not the right word. That's not right at all. But if 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 it's Ben and Skywalker saga falls onto Ben's shoulders, it does seem a little weird to me that it's Solo. But I I'm I'm all on board 
the bloodline aspect yeah. of it. I get it, obviously. I just, uh, it's weird. So that's why I turned to Ray and going back to who's Ray's parents' theories from this coming out of episode seven, it always did make sense to me that it would be Skywalker. Yeah. Now, I have fallen in love with the idea that she is nobody. I think it represents so much. Uh, real world stuff and in story stuff that uh, the the prophecy type of characters and someone was arguing with me a little bit like well she's still like the chosen one the force gave her all, she has all these powers and this isn't a, a mary sue discussion but just like she's still someone maz the lightsaber called to you the skywalker lightsaber called to you yeah but i still think it's important that she's nobody the uh, quote-unquote nobody because that means Anyone like Broom Kid can f- become this, and it's not just you have to be a Skywalker to be prophesized to save the world. Yeah. So I like all that with Ray, but what about in Episode Nine, Joseph? It's a, if there's a little bit of a turnaround, and it's revealed. Oh, guess what? We had some wrong information. We double checked. You are Ray Skywalker. <laughs> we don't know how it happened. Big mistake. Sorry, they dropped you off on Jakku. Yeah, and she is a Skywalker. Does that change? What does it do to the story for you? Yeah, I think there's a part of me that I agree with the like. Um, I remember the moment that I first found a Ray uh, Force Awakens action figure. Right. In just the mold, I picked it up. It's like she's a Skywalker. It was like before the movie. And it just felt like I saw or heard the force theme in my mind. Yeah. And there's a part of me that always be like, well, that would have been really interesting if the hero of the saga was a Skywalker again. Right. Mm-hmm. But that said, story-wise, uh, I, I think what happens in Last Jedi is elegant. Turning it around is inelegant in terms of storytelling. Because yeah. not only you have to play with like, how, what, I feel like Kylo saw something true and misinterpreted it. Right. He saw the truth that her parents were no one and assumed that means that she would give in to her fears. Right. And, right. and join him. But otherwise, you got like, why did Luke not mention, oh, I did have a one night stand yeah. on Ryloth once that I totally spaced? Yeah. Or like, or why I, I even thought it was possible and didn't bother to mention it to you. Yeah. Powerful chosen one. I sat there going, who are you? Where do you come from? To my daughter? <laughs> But and and with Leia and Han, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. we're going to talk about crazy theories. But in order to make her a Skywalker at this point, yeah, I think you have to get into crazy theory territory. Yeah, yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Absolutely. And inelegant is is a way to look at it there. Mm -hmm. Um, So the question, uh, Jennifer, now becomes, uh, you know... If this is the end, if episode nine is the end of the Skywalkers in one way or another, do you need the all-star team and the family reunion? Do you need to bring back Anakin, Anakin, Force Ghost or otherwise? Hayden coming back some other way to really connect it because Vader's burned helmet is very important in The Force Awakens, I Mm -hmm. think. Um, It's mentioned by Snoke in episode eight. Vader looms over this. And they talk about nine's going to connect even all the way back to the prequels. So would you want that? Would it make sense? If this is the end, we're going to bring everyone back to send it off in the right way. I don't think it makes sense in a way, unless it's like the celebration, like Mm. a victory celebration where he just suddenly appears. The only way I could see it making sense would be if he appears to to Kylo Ren Mm. at some point. But how do you make that not hokey? Yeah. Learn from me, grandson. Ghost of Christmas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then it just becomes it too heavy handed. So mm-hmm. it has to be done in a way. I think we would all cheer. Yeah. But it needs to be like a little, little special seasoning as opposed to like a main event. Yeah. I've always been intrigued by the idea, Joseph, that Kylo, Ben, at some point really either learns or has to face the truth of Vader when he becomes Anakin because he's yeah. worshiping Vader and we know what happens and a, not a lot of people, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of weird. How many people did Luke tell? seems like people know it in a mythic way because Ray knows that yeah. you saved Darth Vader. Yeah, you're that right. The legend has spread, but how much of the truth has spread? Yeah. So it, it, does it make sense to you if, 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 from a point of view of, to what, fall off Jennifer's point, I agree. It could be very hokey or Kylo like, is faced with the truth of what he's done and Vader going, Hey, it ain't, that wasn't how it ended for me, kid. Yeah. I think it is challenging to do well, mm-hmm. but it is one of the main things I want in episode nine is Anakin's presence because right. the first six films are, and they come together to be Anakin's story. So if this is the end of the saga, at least for now, or maybe the end of the Skywalker saga forever. Right. Yeah. I want Anakin's presence there either in a, maybe it's a holocron 
right. of happier days with Padme that oh, has yeah. an impact on Kylo when he discovers it. Maybe Ray is at a maybe Ray has started a Jedi temple and broom kid is there and a bunch of other kids who have the force. Cause that's how the force works. Like just like the modern day Plo Koon and Kiati Mundi are there and they're all meditating and Anakin returns, you mm-hmm. know, in, in uh, spirit form in a way he never has before and communes yeah. with them. Oh you know, yeah. Like, I, I think I just need his presence there. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I'm really on board with the idea that, that he needs to be there, but I, my reaction's a little bit like yours, Jennifer, initially, where it's like, this could be real bad, this could be real bad, but feeling it, haunting, maybe a literal haunting of Kylo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's mm-hmm. not Anakin, maybe it's some kind of weird dark side version, you know, uh, he goes through some kind of trials. Um, it, it could be interesting. It could be that weird George stuff. Yeah. Like, if, I, if George had some input on Nine, I would imagine some kind of, you know, Will would bring back the image of yeah, oh, Anakin yes. to haunt Kylo or something like maybe that. Maybe it's Luke trying to tell right. Kylo the truth of his relationship with Anakin. Yeah, yeah. maybe because now Luke has access to him. Go like, hey, I messed up. I did you wrong, kid. But you chose to go down this way. And, 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 let, me, and let me tell you how that works. Let yeah. me tell you about it. Yeah. Let me tell you about it. Maybe yeah. an even dream or something. He sees Anakin in a moment. Oh, that would be great. Be that would be great connection to yeah. prequels. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You get uh, that recreation of the uh, sweaty uh, Skywalker in exactly, bed shot. Exactly. <laughs> and then Kylo could have his shirt off again. Kylo could have his shirt off. Yeah, we go. got to see that. Kind of, and I right. should say Real quick, uh, uh, of uh, I this is this is Jedi meditation for me because this yeah. is one of the things that I want the most. Yeah, but I want to just watch the movie, and if it's not yeah. there, I don't want to sit in the theater going, <laughs> "Episode nine is wrong" because I want Anakin to be there. Like <laughs> this is an opinion I have now and a desire. But yeah, I just want to see the movie and let the movie be the movie that it is and hear what those creators have to say. We, and we have a lot of time to ruminate on it. We until do it, until yes. it comes out there. Uh, the idea, though, of uh, Star Wars Story not having the Skywalkers is, well, out there. It's present because of Star Wars stories. We've <laughs> seen this as it's kind of played out. Now, I, I know, I know. Vader is in Rogue One, but mm-hmm. I would dare say that is not a classic Skywalker influence <laughs> on the story. It is the Dark Lord of the Sith being dark and being a Sith. Uh, we have seen it play out. So did you feel, Jennifer, the lack of Skywalkers in Rogue One and Solo? Mm-hmm. Start there and then talk about other media as well. No, because we have the sequel trilogy. <laughs> but if we don't have that in the, in the trilogy, right, then that's where I'm like, I would miss it. I think I would really miss the Skywalker family. Yeah. That's what's going to be new in this new era going forward is Ryan Johnson's trilogy, whatever they have for the streaming service. I, I don't want them to feel limited, but we need to have some sort of Jedi family. <laughs> right. I want that. Yeah. You know, we need to have Jedi. Although I loved Solo. And for me, Rogue One, I, I remember saying, I don't want to see any Jedi. But then when Darth Vader showed up, I was like, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I need that lightsaber. Okay. Oh, yeah. um, but for me, yeah, no. Uh, I okay. I think we have a uh, one vote for no. Joseph, did you feel the lack of Skywalkers in these standalone stories? Yeah, and I was happy because ah, I yeah. I want there to be the the variety, mm-hmm. you know. And I felt like there were those themes of of yeah. Skywalker, and that I I love. I talked about this in Star Wars Counseling. I love Solo getting his name, especially knowing that for some reason Han and Leia choose to give. Uh, ben, the name Solo, not Skywalker, not Organa. Mm-hmm. Right. So there, there are those rhythms, and they're like, 
Will Skywalkers have all often been orphans. Han is an orphan too. Mm. So like they're these uh, or a runaway. Uh, yeah. There are these rhythms there that are there for me, and you can feel their their presence either thematically or actually story wise with like Vader's coming. You yeah. know, in Rogue One. Yeah, absolutely, and, and and the feeling is there. The DNA of Star Wars is there in, yeah. these, in these movies, which which I, I I do love them because again, Star Wars is also about X wings. It's about punching it chewy. It's a it is about, it's about all those kind of chatter things. fan reaching up to the bar to get a big <laughs> bottle of booze, big glass of booze. But I, I I can't deny that Jennifer's point. If if seven eight nine didn't have a Skywalker. Which we, it would be impossible, you know. There's right. no way they're going to get that off the ground business wise. Like, <laughs> uh, come back with episode seven. None of the characters you love at all. Luke and Leia have retired. <laughs> have retired. They will not take phone calls. <laughs> yeah, but Wedge is here. Uh, it would feel <laughs> it would feel weird. But now that we have that seven, eight, and whatever happens in nine, I am so happy to explore the other realms and corners of the Star Wars universe that don't have Skywalkers. Exactly. You're in the same boat there? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. I didn't want to do a leading question. I don't like leading. <laughs> Did you agree with me? <laughs> I do. I do agree. Uh, Joseph, should the Star Wars, uh, should the line actually end? Do you agree with me? No. Uh, um, uh, as, as we start to turn the corner uh, at the end of this conversation, uh, at nine, do you want speculate irresponsibly from your inner being? Do you want to go forth past nine with no Skywalkers? What's your what's your what's your feeling? I want the Skywalker line to continue. Gotcha. How it continues is is difficult, but I do feel like um, I could see a movie where the power of it, the point of it is all things come to an end and the legacy of the Skywalkers will remain. The hope, the justice, the kindness the sense of adventure will go on in legend but the the end the line has ended i can see that working in me going all right that's good mm-hmm. but in my heart of hearts no i don't want to close that door i want to be someday uh, be able to tell another yeah. saga about the skywalkers in the far front you know yeah. not as long ago in a uh, galaxy far right. far away you know i like that jennifer yeah, i'm really conflicted because i feel like if we had started off this trilogy with ray as a Skywalker, we had gotten three movies of her with her with her dad, Luke, or whatever, mm-hmm. right? I feel like my my thirst would have been satiated by episode nine. Mm-hmm. But since we haven't gotten that, now I'm like, well, they, they gotta continue the Skywalkers. But the only way to do it would be to uh to mm-hmm. yeah, to make it more like a title. Mm-hmm. And then is that really the same feeling? I don't know. Well, this is crazy town, but yeah. I mean the other way to do it is to have Kylo redeemed, yeah. But Kylo lives, mm-hmm. and eventually he has offspring, and those offspring do have to deal with the legacy of all the horrible choices. They're they're mm-hmm. the good and the bad that has been done in that bloodline, right? And then that, and then the door is just open. You leave Kylo alive at the end of Episode Nine, the door is open. Yeah. Oh, there you go. The door is open. Oh, but boy. I'm with you. I'm with you, Jen. Uh, I love. I mean, again, I've been I've been fighting with one of my best friends offline about. Ray being a nobody and how much so I, classic I love it is yeah, <laughs> it's old school it's like 2002 I'm like fighting over attack the clones all over again um, and it's actually the same friend that I in the line got in an argument I was like Obi-Wan's a drunk he's a drunk and then we attack we go in and watch attack the clones and he goes let's let's go get a drink and I was like I literally was like see see oh same friend um, I'm so in love with the idea of, of what it means for Ray to be a nobody that I kind of now do want 
Skywalker name to go on some other way, whether it's Kylo, Offspring. But if it had been episode seven, hey, Luke's got a kid. Hey, we can't find your dad, much like Jen can't find uh, Galen, um, you know, which I, again, that's a little lather, rinse, repeat for me. I would have felt like this is truly 789. It is the Skywalker saga. Now I want a little more. Yep. A little more. Somehow, yeah. some way. Though I love what's happening here right now. But we are going to get a Skywalker-less saga in a way, Joseph. We know we have Dan and Dave working on their series, but we don't know. Could be great, 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 great Earl Skywalker could show up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because uh, Shmi has the name. Yeah. The name exists. Name came from somewhere. Name came from somewhere. But Ryan Johnson's trilogy, uh, if, if, it, if it comes to pass, and Ron Bergman's got the comments that it is, I believe this will be a big, sweeping Star Wars story without Skywalkers. That movie, that series of movies, and just Star Wars in general, what would you want out of a Skywalker-less Star Wars saga? I want some of the same ideas that made the Skywalkers resonate applied. And I think since Ryan Johnson has given his quotes about, I want it to be a totally new location, new characters, but I want to look at the DNA of Star Wars, Mm. of what makes it tick. I think some of those themes of destiny, of having power and not knowing what to do with it and what choice to make, and also not being able to escape whatever your your past is, whatever your lineage is. I think all those ideas applied to new characters in new and interesting ways, that's the heart of the Skywalkers to me. Mm, mm. Uh, yes, the, the Star Wars DNA is something we're going to probably discuss in more detail here in Force Center, and we, yeah. we talk about a lot, and, and it's key. And I, I think, Ryan, I think he, I really think he's going to handle it well, you know, with all the stuff you're saying there. Skywalkers are important, Jennifer, but we're going to get this. We're going to have to go Ugh. to where no Star Wars fan has gone before. Yes. <laughs> the uh, holodeck. Skywalker less Star Wars future. I want family. I really, really, mm. the best conflict, the best emotion comes from the, the, you know, the dealings that we have with our families uh, and the relationships that we have with our family. And I want a mother at the center of this story. Yeah. I don't want it to be a dad. I'm yeah. sorry. Maybe the dad's not even around. Mm-hmm. Make it about the mom and her, and her kid. Mm-hmm. That to me would be very exciting. I don't know if it's going to happen. We'll see. I, 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 I could I, I, I see Ryan... Yeah, understanding the importance of it. Yeah. I'll text. I'll, I'll text him okay. right now. Uh, well, I'm going to tweet it, at him. It, it, it's <laughs> honestly just a, a, a. If you're looking at, we want to do some of the meat of Star Wars, but we want to approach it from a different mm-hmm. angle. That's going to get it if it a different context. But you focus on the mother, and yeah. she's that's more just, sensitive. Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Dare to dream. All right. But let's close this up with a bonus question of fun. <laughs> what is your wildest way to keep the Skywalker saga going in Star Wars? What weird theory? What Joseph, you said to keep it going, we're going to have to get weird. Yeah. What do you want? Clone Shmi. <laughs> <laughs> clone Shmi. Either. Clone Shmi. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Clone Shmi. I clone think Shmi. That, that's wow. my that's my wild way to keep Shmi. it going. Yeah. <laughs> Would be her name. <laughs> yeah. With two eyes. Two Shmi, eyes. Like Luke, right and from, did, yeah. And she just shows Empire up. She just shows up in nine or, uh, or, or beyond. No, I, you know, I see, I, here's, here's my actual prediction. That's going to take decades for me to be proven wrong. Cause I'm okay. sure I will be proven wrong. Prove me wrong. Children. What if episode nine, do, Kylo does die. Ray is not a Skywalker. That is the end of the line. And then 20 years from now, people are like, ah, man, Star Wars has had its ups and downs. We need those Skywalkers back. How? 
Oh, look. Uh, Porg comes flying into the screen with a, <laughs> a lock of Luke's hair oh and falls into the cloning chamber <laughs> and it all begins. Again. Like, I, I think there might be a world where, where uh, the general creators of Star Wars, the all the people who are going to yeah. handle it over the years, yeah. go like, we need them Skywalkers back. Yeah. Let's get weird. Let's get oh weird. Gosh. Jennifer. Okay. What do you got? Okay. So it's a, it's a force back scene in episode nine and we see Luke and a woman but some there's some sort of danger that's that's around them for some reason and they put their child in a basket and wrap it in blankets mm-hmm. and they send it down the river what was that like moses <laughs> hey moses yeah. this is a force back and then and then we come back and maybe ray wakes up from this dream and she's like there is another Fade credits. Oh wow, that's amazing! I like that. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you just leave it totally like somebody else figure it out. Exactly. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that's that's intriguing. I like that. Yeah. What I like, and I don't know if it happens in nine or happens to some other place. Well, I said it earlier, and you you brought up Shmi. There, the Skywalker name existed. The Force may be Anakin's dad, but there's other Skywalkers. One of my favorite movies of all time when Harry met Sally. It comes together. Don't worry. <laughs> and they do the little interstitial interviews with the married couples. Yeah. And there's the one, the, the the guy bald with a mustache, and he's like, and I walked up to her and said, I'm uh, I'm Ben Small from the Coney Island Smalls. There's, you know, hi, I'm Earl Skywalker from the Ryloth Skywalkers. I want some weird cousin to show up. Oh, my gosh. And be a nine and be like, what? Out? Hey, where's Luke? What's going on? I haven't seen him in years. We had the family reunion and he didn't show up. Shmi wasn't there either. Kind of weird, kind of weird. Um, and then he levitates something. You're like, oh, he's got a force power. And then like Ray's like, oh, you're my Uncle Earl. Yeah. And then we're all back onto it. Jennifer's, uh, Jennifer's idea is better. <laughs> <laughs> These are all great ideas. Weird let's, family line. Yeah, let's yeah. remake our own. Weird family line. Nine. Earl Eight. Skywalker. Earl Whatever. Skywalker. Surprise twist. Well, the end of the Skywalker's question mark. We try to answer in our own way. It's complicated because they're definitely that name is at the heart of Star Wars, but so are a lot of other things. What do you guys think? Let us know. Reach out on uh, Twitter, hashtag Force Center, and all the other places we'll tell you about in a bit. And that is the end of the discussion of the end of the Skywalker. Walkers. Now, though, before we move on, we do want to go to our Audible recommendation. Joseph, well, it's keeping in our theme. Yeah, Lords of the Sith by Paul S. Kemp. It's kind of Skywalker related because yeah. Vader is in it. But Vader, there's so many scenes in that book where Vader reflects on being Anakin. Yeah. And if you haven't read that one, we don't talk about it a lot because it's a, not as kind of directly related to canon, but it's such a fun listen. It yeah. is. I've been listening to it. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, it's great. Yeah. yeah it's so action packed, isn't it? Very. The narrator is awesome. Yeah, it's it's one of the first in the new canon line, so it's almost been times marched on. But yeah. Paulus Kemp wrote a damn fine Star Wars book, and I hope he gets another shot at writing something big. So that is our recommendation, Lords of the Sith by Paul S. Kemp. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash center. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash center for your free audiobook. Tell them Force Center sent you. Joseph, it's time for audience questions. That's right. As always, we have two from Twitter and Facebook, and we have two from patrons on our Patreon First up from Twitter, David Green at David P. Green 83 says, The Force Awakens and Solo were written more or less at the same time by Kasdan. There are a lot of similarities between the characters of Rey and Han. Does Solo deepen your appreciation of their relationship and why? Jennifer, mm-hmm. what do you think? I love this question. This is great because I had the same thought when I was watching Solo and that whole exchange about when he gets his name. And I love the theme of found family kind of, you know, satisfying that need when you're looking for who your 
well, well, not Han's not looking for his biological family, but the idea of found family, I think, is really great. And I love the difference with Solo, which is like you have this, these same elements of these these children who have no family, mm-hmm. right? But then with Solo, it's a fun romp. Whereas with uh, The Force Awakens, it's obviously a much deeper dive. And so it yeah. satisfies both of those needs for me as a film, ma- uh, film goer. I was going to say filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> film goer. I would call your YouTube uh, videos film. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with Jennifer. I think uh, the idea of, uh, you know, that uh, Val says uh, everybody needs somebody. And mm-hmm. Han ma- kind of discovers that, but isn't aware that he discovered that. Mm-hmm. when he finds Chewie. Right. Yeah. And he continues throughout his life to be uh, um, warm in his own gruff way to people like him yeah. who grew up rough uh, but are maybe orphans, definitely resourceful, definitely anybody who has a love of ships who is good yeah. on a ship, like the way he loves Luke and A New Hope and says, you're good with in a fight. Yeah. You, why, don't, why don't you come with us? And I feel like that all plays out so well in Force Awakens with just those beautiful looks from Harrison Ford to Daisy Ridley of just how much he appreciates her, truly sees her and appreciates her. Here, here's what I love about the the new Star Wars, and if you want to take the time, and, and most of the Force and the listeners do with us, yeah. But I know some listen, not listeners, but some fans out there uh, don't. They don't. They don't take the time to look at the connections now that the, each movie builds. Solo made that scene. You talk about the look that that now kind of famous look where Han they're flying into Takadona and, and Ray says, oh, "I've never seen, you know, thought there'd be so much green in the universe." Yeah, and he looks at her and everyone's like, "Ah, it's her, it's her dad, right?" And we all had fun speculating irresponsible. That take that moment, him looking at her, and now take go back to Solo in the moment of him looking at hyper uh, the hyperspace jump in the Falcon for the first time. Now Han is by that point he's been part of the Empire, he's flown around the galaxy, but this is the first moment where he as Han. Solo has uh, gotten off the planet and gotten out of the Empire. and this way. He is traveling around for the first time and he's seeing the galaxy through new eyes. Look at those connections. Yeah. yeah. Look at those moments. That's why Han has that beat and looks at her. He gets it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he gets it. And that's why he likes this kid. And he wants to make her part of the team in his own gruff way. It would yeah. be nice to you. It's still Han. But the, now those movies to me are connected. Yeah. In moments. Yep. And, the, and he helps the Enfys Nest gang, but chooses to run away when they're like, you could come with us. He's like, nah. Yeah. And then that's exactly what he says to Luke and Ray of like, hey, I know you could be a part of something, but why don't you run away with me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Great question, David. Uh, Next up we have from Wakandan Sith Witch at Southern Cynic is the handle. What are the chances that we get to see some of our favorite novel characters come to life in the new live slash animated series? You know who I want. (laughs) And then a picture of Ray Sloan was included with the tweet. Uh, I think a lot of us are there uh, with Wakandan Sith Sith Witch that we want to see Ray Sloan on screen someday somehow. I love Wakandan Sith Witch because uh, she follows me around. To all the places I talk Star Wars, because we have a love of Ray Sloan, and and, and I I love Ray Sloan, and I'll start there. I don't know if Resistance is the place. I, it, it makes sense, but I don't think we're gonna get deep, deep First Order stuff. Yeah, mm. I think in a book with Snoke or anything, but I know in a live action kind of way, whether Favreau series possibly, I don't know, but uh, you know, a, a movie on uh, the streaming service that's more Ooh, about the First Order. Yeah. I, I do believe Ray Sloan is emerging as one of the best new creations in, in Star Wars car- canon and is an interesting character. She was so loyal to the Emperor and the Empire, but also had a heart to realize not all of it was great, but then still goes off 
like Han Solo, doesn't stick around. Yeah. Goes off into the unknown regions to her first order is to rebuild this in the light of the empire, do it right and all this kind of stuff. And she's complicated. And then there's this powerful rise to power. Uh, of, uh, of of a female character of color in the Empire. I'm talking in story. Forget our real yeah. societal implications of it. In the story, the Emperor kind of had a kind of had a look mm-hmm. yeah. to uh, aesthetic to his team, and for Ray to rise through that from Captain, you re- read New Dawn to to Grand Admiral and the last one planting the flag in the planet for good or bad. Again, I love the complication of it. It's a fascinating character. Wakanda and Sith Witch. I don't know the chances. I'm not going to stop talking until we get there. <laughs> yeah. Mm, what do yes. you think, Jennifer? Here, here. There's been so many great characters, specifically in the comics, and I have not been able to keep up as much. But I think of, like, Dr. Afra. I would love to see her appear on screen. She's such a fun character. I think, of course, Shara Bay. There's just so mm. many possibilities and so many great characters to mind that already have a fan base. So if they're worried about taking risks take a risk on these characters yeah, because people love them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, absolutely. I, I do really hope that in Favreau's live show that we could see some of the aftermath characters. Ooh, yeah. Uh, oh. it, I would love to see Singer live. Singer Wrath of Alice yeah. live in in person. I would love to see Nora Wexley live in in person and they line up pretty well. Like those characters are around and functioning and doing stuff. Like if his uh, live show is about some rogues and some smugglers, they might run into trouble with the new Republic and Singer might have to put them back in their place. Like he really makes sense. I I so want Ray Sloan to pop up, but she's already in Mm. the unknown regions by the time of Favreau's show. And I feel like, and this is me speculating, I feel like the story of the first order over there in the unknown regions is that Snoke probably pushed her out of power. Yeah. Mm. And I don't want her just kind of shoved into resistance as a side character from the First Order. I want her story big and bold and meaty. I would love a, Mm -hmm. a, yeah, like a a streaming show or a streaming movie on the service that gives due to Ray Sloan. It it goes, it makes me think of Lando and 8 where Ryan Johnson says, I could have put him in Canto Bite. I thought about putting him in Canto Bite, but that's not worthy of Lando. Yeah. And we might, rumors, we might get something worthy of Lando and Nine. So same with some of these characters, Afro, Ray Sloan. In other words, you know, I want I want it to be worthy, not just a, a fun little mention. The mentions are fun. Battlefront 2, mention of Ray Sloan. I like that. Yeah, but I great. Mean, boom. I want to see see the characters get their worth. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, we're going to move on to our questions from Patreon. Our patron, Dark Lord Jeff Not Emma, says, with the inclusion of Maul in Solo, how could Lucasfilm do a sequel and not retcon Han's speech in A New Hope about hokey religions and ancient weapons? I want to see a sequel and I want to see Maul again. But I fear the Han Kira story is now linked in a way that will cause shenanigans to keep Han and Maul from meeting. How much faith do you have that they are aware of this? It's a trap. <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. It is. I think they're very aware, yeah. and I think that it it um, Kira making sure he's hidden has a lot of meanings, both in story and, and out of world. Mm-hmm. And I I still think it's I still think it's okay. Haunts been around the galaxy when he says hokey religions and ancient weapons he's very familiar with all that means you know what i mean so yeah. it all i don't think it's as is a hard sell for me to 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 have them go go forth with maul or anything like that you yeah know? how about know. you jennifer yeah i think you're absolutely right i think that the kira maul storyline could kind of be its own little th- internal thing but then what we see on interacting with uh in terms of the crimson dawn or syndicate the crime syndicate could be more java focused 
Yeah, right. <laughs> you know th- those guys. Like let's let's let them worry about the that and have a limited uh, contact with Maul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand uh, definitely where Dark Lord Jeff, not Emma, is coming from. You, oh you, yeah. You see that, and you kind of want to be like, "There's got to be a story someday where Han and Kira come back together, and Han faces Maul." Right? Like you, you. Right. There's a natural desire to want that, and I play that out always in Battlefront. <laughs> Whenever I'm playing Han, I try to kill Maul to get revenge. Uh, but I do feel like there's lots of ways to tell this story where. Han never runs into Maul, right. that mm-hmm. he is in this different part of this galaxy. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, that's a fascinating story. Does Kira go around the galaxy being Han's guardian angel? She's like, <laughs> why don't you go to the left? Because Maul is to the right, and again, you can't handle it. And I think even more than the the uh, Hokie Religions and Ancient Weapons line, mm-hmm. the line of it's a bunch of simple tricks and nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like, I would actually like to see this scene, and I w- it wouldn't be too on the nose for me of like, Sometimes there's some point where Han does see somebody throw some rocks with their hand. Yeah. And he's just like, ah, there's some levers back there. (laughs) Like, I feel like he, like you were saying, Ken, he's seen some for stuff. He just doesn't believe it. It hasn't been shown to him in a way that he, yeah, that's good. He he can't not accept it. Yeah. yeah, Most wanted, he's got his roadie in front who's kind of like, uh, believes in the force has heard of it can't fully explain it and Han's just like cool I'm glad that makes you feel good yeah whatever helps you buddy yeah. you know it is that he sees Obi-Wan cut someone down with a lightsaber yeah. in A New Hope and he's not like what's that he's like yeah, eh, right. uh, one of these weirdos yeah right, All right. Uh, one of those ones but yeah. it, it, again it's a fair question a lot of people absolutely have, a so. fair question it's a great point of discussion so thank you uh, for that question moving on to our final question in our second one from Patreon our patron Ryan Wendorf asks if you lived in the Star Wars universe what would be your vehicle of choice Mm. this is hard this This is is really difficult there's so many variables do we still live in los angeles (laughs) parking there you go that's the question (laughs) park the falcon on la brea i don't think so i'll tell you what i there's so many great vehicles a falcon or tie fighter whatever I'll I'll tell you what I love the land speeder Luke's yeah, yeah. land speeder and the reason why is there's a kid across the street who got one of those cool <gasps> radio flyer land speeders oh, jealous I am so yeah. jealous of him zipping around the neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I want that that's yeah. what I want yeah it happened yeah and it's a little bit practical you can parallel you can parallel park oh yeah. yeah and yeah. I feel like I could I could drive it easily like the TIE fighter as I've talked about here on in Battlefront I am terrible whenever I'm flying the TIE fighter <laughs> harder to fly too squirrely yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys know I love my Y-Wing, so I guess I'm traveling about, I'll take that clunky two-seater Y-Wing so I can store some stuff in the back. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, that's what my Camry's for. It's not just driving, it's for storage. Um, but I, I was kind of looking at the Land Speeder, too, because it's the most like my 2004 Camry. It just kind of gets there. Yeah. Uh, you're going to need a AAA to come out and jump that battery every now and then. You're not going to get a lot <laughs> on the resale value. Right. Uh, as much as I love speeder bikes, too, I've never been on a motorcycle, don't want to be on a motorcycle, I would not ride a speeder bike okay. i would crash into a tree i think they look good you all can look cool doing it i will not do it there so i would go something oddly enough in star wars safe and secure oh. yeah exactly uh i wrestled with this but i decided ultimately the republic gunship oh, oh. i like that really like the republic gunship the lat the what is low altitude armored transport yeah. mm-hmm. uh because it's super cool looking. Mm-hmm. It the shields can go up and you can go into space, but if you had it here, like you can get dropped off. You can just it can yeah. hover, you can jump out and just be like, I need to go to Target, but I don't want to park. Just uh like fly in low, I'll jump out awesome. and then you go flying away. I like that a lot. Yeah, like very that. practical. Use We're it as a lift practical. car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, so that is our final question. A great bunch of questions. We always get so many great questions, and it will be a throwing out request for even more and getting to some of the ones that have always already been asked, but they have not answered yet. Uh, don't worry, I keep my eye on them. Absolutely. We track them, we track them. So that is it for this week. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you have a lot of different ways to do it on Twitter at Force Center Pod. That includes Instagram as well, Facebook page is Force Center Podcast. Visit our website. Everything is there, ForceCenterPod.pod. Automatic.net. We do have merch available on TeePublic, tpublic.com slash user slash force center. As always, tweet us a, uh, a picture of your merch and, and, and we'll retweet that picture. Uh, Kai Thatch just had uh, recently, our listener had his nice uh, force center tank top. Yeah, or he's out about it and like it was like that baby blue color. It looked great on you, Kai. Thanks for sharing that podcast available on Podomatic. Oh, yeah, Disneyland. Sorry. Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. well, yes. that's kind of like the gym. It's, yeah. a, it's a cardio workout. <laughs> podcast available on Podomatic, iHeartRadio. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. And then, Joseph, we got our Patreon page going strong. That is right. Patreon.com slash center. Just $2 a month that gets you access to our monthly bonus show, Finish the Fan Fiction. Helps us get to lots of goals and just helps us put out all of these episodes on the Force Center podcast feed and keep us rolling. So consider helping us out. Absolutely. Uh, Jennifer, you are always up to something fun out there outside of Star Wars, uh, dancing in the streets or whatever you're doing. What's going on? Yeah, that's right. You can see some of my dancing on the streets. Two Star Wars music videos on my IGTV channel, which is at Jennifer Landa. Also Instagram, Twitter, YouTube.com slash user slash Jennifer Landa. Joseph Scrimshaw. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can check out my website, josephscrimshaw.com, for info on comedy albums, live shows, other podcasts, all that business. You can follow me at Catnapsuck. That includes Twitch where I do some amazing things on Fortnite, meaning falling from cliffs, <laughs> and Instagram TV as well. All the places, check me out there. That is it for this week. We'll be back with a new episode Tuesday, covering all the latest in Star Wars news. So for Luke, for Leia, for Anakin, and maybe Kylo, Ren, Ben, Solo, Skywalker, we'll see you all next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.